Hello, welcome back to Jumble episode 41. Today we continue ranking NFL players. Uh, still doing the top half, and today we move on to receivers. And Kendall, we're going to change it up. I'm going to let you start. You go on with your 16 for the receivers. All right. For 16 on my list, I have C.D. Lamb. I know that you disagree with that, and my dad does too, but <laughs> I think C.D. Lamb is one of the best receivers right now on the Cowboys, of course, but I think he's one of the best in his division. He can put up a fight. He's quick, and he really can just go for a ball. We've seen that play where he was over the Vikings defender uh-huh. where he stretched over. I think this year he'll be good. He won't be like Amari Cooper, of course, but he's definitely better than Gallup, I think. I agree. Which you can say that's no, not that. terrible. Really, in his division, not a whole lot of people, you know, kick him out. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think City's I think better than everybody thinks. I think he's very talented and has the potential to crack into the top 16. I just think with the numbers that he put up last year, which – is also attributed to the fact that he didn't really have a quarterback for over half the year, but just with the lower numbers that he had last year, I don't feel like I could put him this high. However, I will say if you're talking about receivers that are under the age of 25 or 26 or just yeah. young players, he's probably top 10. But in the grand scheme of things, when you're talking about the top 10 or sorry, 16 receivers in the NFL, I just don't think that he's there yet. If we did 30, I would say he would have made it. But when I was making this list, I was amazed at the amount of talented receivers. I mean, there's so many receivers that are very, very talented and skilled that didn't even make my list. Like Adam Thielen's not on here. Uh, Kenny Galladay didn't make it. And both of those guys are top 20 receivers. Just so happens that we're doing 16. So sucks to be those guys. Not that they care. But uh, number 16, a lot of people are either going to really love this one or they're going to really hate it. I have DK Metcalf at number 16. The thing with DK is, this is this is why he's 16. I'm, I'm going to negatively talk about him, and then I'm going to positively build him up because I, I like to give you both sides. For one, for negativity on DK, he has a dropping problem. Whether you're a DK fan, you know, you're a Seahawks fan, you're a fan of football or the wide receiver position, I don't think – I mean, if you're a huge DK fan, I guess you could say that he doesn't, but you'd just be lying. But, I mean, even I, Kendall's a DK fan, and I think even you agree. He does have a dropping issue. He does. He, yeah. he does have a dropping issue. Um, his numbers were phenomenal last year, not as good as the majority of the people on this list, but they were great. Uh, but, honestly, the main reason that he's as low as he is is, one, he has a dropping problem. Two, he just he's a second-year receiver now. So, I don't feel that he's earned the credit to be above anybody above him. Maybe – he could be at 14, and I'd be okay with that on my list. Otherwise, no. Um, I think the reason he's so popular now is because before the draft, all those pictures of his workout stuff was coming out, and people saw he was so massive but still abnormally fast to be his size. So I think he just gained a lot of popularity, kind of like a he, – he reminds me of the NBA equivalent of a better Alex Caruso. Like, Alex Caruso is nothing special, but he has such popular media attention. I think the reason DK is as popular as he is because he was so publicized. However, he is still a 6'2", 6'3", guy that runs a 4, like a 4'5", yeah. something like that. I mean, he's so fast. He tried out to be in the Olympics. I mean, this guy, he didn't make it, but, I mean, it's not just anybody that can even – yeah, try. I mean, who gets like, yeah. And he didn't come in last, just for the record. No. So, I mean, these other guys that were trying out for the Olympics who have trained their whole life specifically for the Olympics and not even football, I mean, 
they he beat them. So this guy deserves a ton of credit, and he's an absolute physical specimen. He's a unit. However, in my opinion, the 15 guys that I have above him are better receivers currently. This guy has potential to be the number one receiver in the league at some point in time. I just personally don't think he is above this yet. But I wouldn't. I'm not mad. I I told Kendall right when he walked out because I beat him into his house. I said before we start, just go ahead and move DK down on your list. And I, I well, that's a lie. Actually, I did ask where he had DK. I don't know the rest of his list, but I do know where he has DK, and I'm okay with it. I'll say this: I just don't think he's top ten. And if you have him top ten, you you really need to chill out and like look at some other receivers. <laughs> we know our top three is the same too. I'm sure it is. I don't know if it's the same. Well, I don't think our top three is the same. I think our three is different. We got the same three players though. I don't know. I don't know if we do. Oh wait, no, we don't. I don't oh, think but, we do. Uh, I, I know the, our top two is the same. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if the order is the same, but I'm, I'm, but I think our, <laughs> even our top five, I think, is the five same players. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not because you told me. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> My 15, I've got Allen Robinson. I think Allen Robinson is very underrated. He goes under the radar a lot because, you know, playing for the Bears and where's he at now? Bears and Jaguars. I think he's still in the Bears. Is he? I, I thought he went somewhere in creation. Maybe he didn't. I could be wrong. But still, I mean, he was he's a Bear and he was he was drafted by the Jaguars. No media I mean, attention. No media attention at all. And, I mean, not a whole lot of fans to watch. I mean, Yay, the Bears are on TV. Yay, the Jaguars are on there. You know, this is a guy that when he gets his chance, he makes the best of it, and I really think that he'll have a good year this year, especially with Justin Fields potentially playing. Uh, Andy I Dalton. I know, we're seeing a different Andy Dalton with the visor. That might be, oh you know. Well, think about it. Jim McMahon, when he went to Chicago, he wore the visor, you know. He's a different breed I'm, there. I'm not saying that Andy Dalton will suck. I just think it's a mistake to trade up to get Justin Fields and be like, okay, yeah. Time to sit the bench. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what goes on in the central office of the Bears, but Allen Robinson's good. I think he'll have a good year. That's all I gotta say about it. I like Allen Robinson. He's on my list. He's admittedly he's a lot higher. Uh I totally agree that he's super underrated. I think he's even a little more underrated because he has top ten receiver stats, which I'll go ahead and reveal. He is top ten in my list. I won't say where he is, but I like Allen Robinson. By the way, he's also on the Bears. Okay, he is still on the Bears. Confirmed. Uh, Number 15. Before I say who this guy is, a lot of people are saying that this guy is already a top 10 receiver. He is phenomenal. However, if you think he's top 10, I feel like you're... uh, Well, it's not... One of two things. One of two things. You know, one of three, because I wasn't going to say bias. Either one... You're biased, and you're a Vikings fan, or Justin Jefferson fan, or an LSU fan. Just some way you have some pre-bias. Secondly, you don't watch a lot of football, and you just don't know. And that's okay. I mean, maybe you come to listen to these podcasts to learn more. Um, if so, and that's the case, and you have this guy top 10, please reconsider. Or thirdly, you do a large consumption of drugs. Um, <laughs> I have Justin Jefferson, 15. Um, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to maybe being like at 10, I guess, but like a lot of people are putting him above Keenan Allen and you guys know how I feel about Keenan and I I really do try my best to put my bias aside for these lists and I know that I probably don't do the best job a lot of times and Kendall or Randall don't do the best jobs a lot of times because it's, it's our podcast. We're allowed to have bias on here and I'm sure it influences mine. I'll I'll be honest. I think it influenced my pick where I put Keenan Allen on this. 
Um, I still back where I put him, and I still agree with it. But, I mean, the fact that people are putting this guy be- above Amari Cooper and Keenan Allen yeah, and and even like a Terry McLaurin. I think Terry McLaurin's better. Just I'll be honest with you, I didn't put any Viking receivers there, but if I was going to, it'd be Adam Thielen. Yeah. And I'm not mad at that. I, I I personally think Justin Jefferson is a little better. I'm not opposed to I saying – I love him. I think he's a phenomenal receiver. I just think the fact that somebody could be like, oh, yeah, he's top ten, I just – I, I really think that your mental state is not where it should be and that you should probably go to a doctor. Just because it's rookie year. I mean, you, can't it, you, can't, you can't do that. Like, it's the sophomore slump. And I, I, I did a segment on this myself on one that you weren't on. The soft, I explained why it is because the film, yeah. he, he, he's just not there yet. But, you know, but since, I've, since I've already critiqued him, guy's super fast, has incredible route running, and like we just said, he's a, he was a rookie. This is his second year. He has so much time to get even better than he already is. He's phenomenal, and I think he's a great receiver. And I think, again, like if we did an under 25, he'd probably be top five in that. But as of just where he stands now, stacked up to guys like Julio Jones or Keenan or Amari Cooper, he just uh, – he's not there yet. But I do love him, and I think he has a lot of potential if the Vikings get a new quarterback. I, I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan, but – not not a lot of people are. So I I just the primetime game thing kills him in my opinion. But oh, yeah, I mean, every game's important. Every game is important. That's a very true thing. For my fourteen, I actually changed it up because when I started talking about City Lamb, I was thinking about the division. I had DJ Moore at fourteenth, but I took him off the list to replace with Kenny Galladay. I forgot all about Galladay being on the Giants. I like that. I think Kenny Galladay I know that, you know, being in Carolina it's biased, but I think Galladay is better than DJ Moore. Just from experience wise, and I'm, you know, from sure. talent wise, if I'll this agree. year he gets a chance to prove it, I'll, I'll say that. I'll agree. Because when you're the star number receiver, star one wide receiver in Detroit, you know, you don't get noticed. Nobody cares. But if you look at his stats, Unless you're I think Calvin he's, Johnson. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless you're getting <laughs> Unless triple teamed and still catching him. But I think that this year is his chance to prove that he could eventually move in the top ten list for me. He's going to have to do a lot this year. He's going to have to help the Giants win some games this year. Yeah. But I've got him sitting at a fair spot, I think. I agree. Like I said, he's one of the ones that didn't make mine. He could have, but, I, you know, there, like I said, a lot of good receivers right now. Oh, yeah. There's, a, I mean, even like a Robbie Anderson. Personally, I think Robbie Anderson's better than DJ Moore in Carolina, and he didn't make it. I mean, just it is what it is. Uh, 14, I have another physical specimen in similar fashion to DK Metcalf. I just think it's DK Metcalf who's a little slower and catches the ball a little more consistently. I have A.J. Brown. Uh, A.J. Brown's in a great position right now to succeed in Tennessee. They have such a great rushing game, and, you know, now he's got a lot of pressure taken off him. You can't really double A.J. Brown anymore because, okay, you know, let's set somebody to take care of Derrick Henry, even though he's going to stiff arm you anyways. Let's double A.J. Brown. Okay, so what you just did is leave Julio Jones in single coverage, and now you're screwed. <laughs> I mean, and even, you know, a very underrated aspect of the Titans game, and I was just talking to Grant about this the other day. Do people not remember that Ron Tannehill was a receiver at Texas A&M? The dude's a lot faster than he gets credit for. Like, I mean, if Derrick Henry doesn't run it and he doesn't throw to A.J. or uh, Julio – Ryan Tannehill can take off, and people forget that. Like they honestly forget. Look up the Packers game. Yeah, look year. up the Packers game. He had a fifty-yard rushing touchdown this year. Yep. The guy's incredible, and I mean, but as far as AJ, he's such a good receiver at catching jump balls. I mean, he jumps up and grabs the ball over people consistently, 
And he's a great route runner. And he, he's not slow. I mean, I'm just saying he's not Tyreek Hill. He's not as fast as probably Justin Jefferson is. But he's not slow. And I think he's a great target. And he's going to be a crucial part of the Titans' success this year, which I expect to see the Titans be very successful. Well, you know, I had to trash the Panthers receiver taking him off the list. But, you know, the only reason I take him off the list because I've got Robbie Anderson in my next spot at 13. Yeah. I like it. I think Robbie Anderson gets a lot, needs to get more credit than what he, you know, gets right now. He was on the Jets. I mean, that's that's tough. He's on the Jets with uh, with Hurt Darnold. So, I mean, look at the guys that's coming in to play for him. And he comes in this year with Teddy Bridgewater and has the best season of his career. Oh, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. thousand yards receiving, correct? Huh? He had a thousand yards receiving, didn't he? I'm ninety percent sure. It was either him or DJ. I know one of them did. I'm pretty sure. I think it was Robbie. I think it was too. I think uh, DJ had like eight fifty, maybe. Yeah. They but, both had great. But that games. being said, I I think he probably should have stayed with the Panthers this year. He went somewhere, did he not? No. Who, which one? Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Samuel. The one that I'm always talking about being yeah. underrated. I think this year that he'll definitely tear it up with Sam Darnold. He's back with you know his boy from <laughs> New York, and they're both yeah. getting a. Fair chance to actually play some ball now. They're not under Adam Gase. Yeah. So I think this will be his year to shine. I think he can make top I 10 agree. on my list next year. I completely agree. To be honest, Robbie Anderson would have been my 17th. Like, if we would have went one more spot on this list, Robbie Anderson would have been my 17th pick. Fair. And, I, you know, I wish he could have made it because it's a guy I'm a big fan of. But, you know, it be like that sometimes. It really do. Uh, Terry McLaurin, 13. Right. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a lot to say about him. I really don't. Um... Super fast. Again, a great route runner. He's not a great jump ball catcher because he's a shorter receiver. But now uh, the Redskins have brought in another target in Curtis Samuel, which takes even more pressure off him. And I think Curtis Samuel is primed for a breakout year. Um, You know, I hate talking about the people I want in fantasy football because you're in the league with me. And it's... I told you I draft the same team every year. Yeah, I know. I don't, so I change it up. Uh, But I I think we should do an episode on fantasy. Like, seriously, talk about the players we want. So I'll just go ahead and say right now, Curtis Samuel, I'd love to have him in fantasy. And I think I can get him late. That's another thing. I think I can get him late because he's listed as out right now. But he's supposed to be ready by week. He's supposed to be ready. Brady's listed as questionable every week. Yeah. So I I think – Curtis is great, but as far as Terry, I genuinely don't have a lot to say, but he's put up fantastic numbers with subpar quarterbacks his entire career. So I think he's really deserving of a spot on this list, and I think he's a phenomenal receiver. Coming at my 12, I've got a guy that I think is a very great receiver. I think that – it kind of hurt me putting this low, but the more I look at it is, yeah, these guys had have them are better. Because I was afraid you were going to have – Well, him. I told you he's top 10 because I had him at 10, I thought, but I didn't count right. I don't know how I didn't <laughs> count right. Counting to 15 or 16. But I had DK at 12, and I think DK, if I'm he okay can if he can catch the, the passes, he'll be top five. I swear he would. Because this man is big. I, I disagree with top five because I think the top five is set. I'll give you... Well, he'd be fifth I'll, on my list. I'll give you six. On my list. I'll give you six. Because, I mean, if you're looking at legacy-wise, no, he would not be that high. No, 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 not legacy-wise. But I'm saying current league right now, I think he's I, I think he's bigger than Julio size-wise. So I think that he would... He might be bigger, but I don't think he's bigger. No, I, I was saying like bigger, like taller. I think he's like got an inch or two on I him. I thought it was the opposite. I thought he was a little bit shorter. but I, I know he's more jacked than Hoyt. I don't think there's any receiver bigger than DK, unless you're counting tight ends, of course. I, I mean, say, not unless you're counting. He don't weigh no like 295 or anything. No. But, but he's a big boy. Believe it or not, he's not the best receiver on the Seahawks. I think Tyler Rocket is, so that's going to be a, you I know. I think you take that I disagree with. 
Really? I've seen a lot of stuff about that. And I'm not saying Tyler Lockett's not good, because I think Tyler oh, yeah. Lockett's incredible. But I actually think DK's already better. I really do. I think he's got potential to be better. I think just right as of right now, Lockett's the escape guy. I mean, when Russell's in trouble, Lockett's always open somewhere, and he can get to him. DK's mostly I, stuck blocking, I think. I, you know, as much crap as I give DK, I will boost him in saying that I do think he's the best receiver in Seattle. I'll give him that. I think he will be this year, of course. But yeah. as of looking at last year and then just, you know, potential of this year, I still think Lockett's got him beat. I, I, it's it's kind of weird for that to be flipped because usually you're the one defending him, and I'm like, he's horrible. Yeah, I, I'm trying to actually help you out a little bit there, DK. You're you're welcome, buddy. Uh, number 12, uh, uh, man, I don't like this one. Um, I have Calvin Ridley. Uh, really? You don't like it? No. You're trashing me for not having him. No, I, I think you should have him, but I just – like I look at this list and I see Calvin Ridley at twelve and I'm just think he's too low. Or, no I think he's too high. Uh, oh. Uh. Man, I just don't like his game. He's got great numbers and I'll tell you what if he goes in Atlanta this year and has a great year, then I'll come back and say I apologize and I was wrong and he should maybe even be a little higher because he's got his first opportunity to be the wide receiver one. Um. He's another guy like similar to Terry. I just don't have a lot to say about. Everybody in my top ten I have a lot to say about. And even my number 11 I have a decent amount. Um, I just – I don't think he's extremely fast. I don't think he's an extremely good route runner. And I don't think he's extremely good at catching jump balls. It just so happens that his numbers are really good. I'll be honest with you. Any wider – wide receiver number two looks great. Think about it. Most wide receiver two number look double, great. Double covered. A.J. Brown – Teams that have a great wide receiver one, the wide receiver two looks great. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's very true. Yep. So I, the reason that he's here is because his numbers are great, and it's just hard to look at a guy with the numbers that he has and be like, eh, he's not a top 16 wide receiver. Yeah. Um, so I put him there. I don't really like it. I'd rather, I would rather just not have him on here and give Robbie Anderson that number 16 and move everybody up one. But I, I'll give it to him, I guess – Although I'd like to not do that, but I, I don't even really talk about it anymore because I just I don't care for Calvin Ridley that much. It's just, nah, whatever. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like I understand that. For my eleven, I've got AJ Brown. I think based off last season and then based on this season, of course he's gonna tear it up. He's the wide receiver number two now with Julio there. Julio's gonna be double covered. They're gonna be worried about uh, Henry, Henry running up the middle. I mean, he's gonna be up and on the side every time. I think because. Every team's like teams like Jalen Ramsey. Who's Jalen Ramsey gonna be guarding? AJ Who? Brown or Julio? Julio. So I mean, I think this year is just gonna be his year to shine, and next year he might break the top ten. <laughs> Maybe he's got potential. He As really of right does. now, he's sticking to eleven on my list. He's got potential. Number eleven was a really hard one for me to rank, uh, because he he didn't play last year. Um, I got Odell Beckham. I put him on the list because it's Odell Beckham. I mean, I hope you understand what I mean by that. Like, it's 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 Odell Beckham. So, therefore, he made the list. So I just, you know, when you don't play a year and when the year before that you did play, don't your numbers don't look as good, it's super hard for me to put you in the top 10, which is specifically why I put Odell at 11. But when this guy is having a good game, he's having a good game. Uh... He's really hard to stop when he's on. Now, when he's off, 
you could probably put your worst corner on him and be fine. But this guy, he's really fast. He's a great jump, probably, mm, he's probably top five best jump ball catchers. Yeah. Best, yeah. specific yeah. specifically for that one skill. Like, otherwise, he's not top five in anything. But as far as just jump balls, I give that to him. Um, I If he comes back this year and has a great year, he will absolutely be in my top ten. But as of now, I have him at 11 because he was hurt. But I love his game. And, man, I just, I don't have a lot. There's not a lot you can say. I thought I could talk about him for a minute. But when you don't play a season, I don't have a lot to critique you from last year. The only thing I can say is he single handedly won the Browns that game against the Cowboys. Like they were playing horrible. And Odell was just like, don't worry, I got you. But other than that, you know, just the, he was, a, he was down all year. But when, I think when this guy is having a game, he looks like, not saying he is, but he looks like the best receiver in the game when he's having one of those. But I, I like the guy, and I think he's really deserving of a spot on the list. So I wanted to put him here, but I just couldn't give him a top 10 nod because he was hurt. Which I agree with. That's why I didn't put him on the list, just because of injuries. You never know. But back to the DK Metcalf talk. Number 10, I've got Tyler Rocket. I really just think that, like I said, I pretty much covered it already. I just think he's Damn. the better wide receiver in uh, Seattle. But – you know, the DK stuff, it's that's going to make it interesting in these upcoming years for we'll sure. See what happens. So I ain't got much to say on that one. Yeah, you already covered it super well. We kind of just branched off. Um, moving on to my number 10, yes? Yep. I have another incredible jump ball catcher. Um, this guy's weird because he's the only player on this list that I can say I feel like he's really underrated, but part of me also feels like he's really overrated. And it makes no sense. And it. And it doesn't make sense to me either when I say it out loud. Like, it makes sense in my head, but I say that out loud, and I'm like, what in the world are you talking about, you moron? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I have Mike Evans. Um, I'll try to explain what I mean the best I can, and it's going to sound weird. Uh, When I say he's underrated, his numbers are really good. He's had 1,000 yards for... I think seven straight years. I think it's seven or eight. Yeah. It, it's one of the two. Would you but, name another yeah. That so that so that's why I say he's underrated because of the number aspect, but just what a lot of people and myself will refer to as the eye test. When I watch Mike Evans, he just doesn't really seem to impress me that much. Well, one reason I can agree with you on the overrated thing is he's also had Jameis Winston who throws all the time. A lot of picks. But they throw the ball. I mean, See, that's the thing. If your quarterback's Jameis Winston, regardless if he throws 30 picks or not, which he also threw 30 touchdowns, just for the record. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, 30 for 30. he's 30 for 30. But uh, he throws a lot. So, I mean, this guy has a reason to have a 1,000 yard season. And then you go from Jameis Winston to the greatest quarterback that's ever graced us with his football playing ability. So, like, it's rational. But as far as him being over it, it is like I watch him, and he'll make a catch here or there. But like I'm yet to ever watch a Buccaneers game, and I and believe it or not, I have watched a lot of Buccaneers games because I'm a Jameis Winston fan. So I actually have watched a decent amount of Mike Evans. I've probably seen one to two plays his entire career. I was like, wow, that was great. I mean, that was incredible. And he just doesn't seem to impress me that much when I watch him. Yeah, he's not one of the spectacular. Yeah, it just the eye test to me is, I I don't really think he's great. But then when you look at the numbers. He's. I mean, he looks like he might could be top five, especially a model of consistency. But, eh, you know, I 
again, can't leave him off with those numbers. So I just I'll shut up because I'm really struggling on how to phrase it because like the overrated the overrated underrated concept with him specifically is so weird for me because I feel like he's both. It just depends on I guess it depends on who you're talking to. Like if you're talking to somebody that's like Mike Evans sucks, then he's underrated. Yeah. And if you're talking to somebody that's like Mike Evans is a top three receiver, then he's overrated. So it really just depends on who you're speaking to. So. In my personal opinion, he is a top 10 receiver. However, he is number 10. I definitely agree. I've got Terry McLaurin at my nine, I guess it is for me. Correct. Yeah. Terry McLaurin's nine. This is a guy, like you kind of said earlier, you know, he's he's fast, but he's not one of those, you know, spectacular, you know what I'm trying to say there. Yeah, like one he's of those, like ball catchers. Yeah. It's like usually when he's open, he burnt whoever's on. Like he's got the speed of Tyreek Hill, and he's got the you know hands of I want to say he's like between yeah. AJ Brown and DK Metcalf. Yeah, he's I, like in that between the two of those. He's got the speed of Tyreek Hill, but he's not got that any of those three things perfect. That's those the thing. Three. That's it. So I mean, of course he's top ten just because of having those traits. It's just if you can master all three of them, you'd be better than those guys. Absolutely. But he is a young guy. He's got a lot of time left in his career unless there's an injury. So, who knows what he can accomplish. Yeah, he's got a lot of potential. There's a lot of these guys, but there's a lot of young guys on this list, honestly. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, I'm so excited to get into I There's one player on this list, you guys, and if you've listened to a lot of these episodes, you know who it is that I want to see where Kendall has him. Like, if, you, if you've if you listened to, eh, let's say, 10 or more of these episodes out of 40, which, if you have, thank you, just for the record. But <laughs> I, I'm really curious to see where this one particular player I is. I won't tell you where he's at, but is it Ken? Yes, of course it's Keenan. I, I want to know where Keenan is. I, I'm super curious. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> uh, I can't wait to talk about him myself. I really hope... I don't know. Like In some parts, I want you to have him before me, so I have him higher. But also, I want to have him before you, so I get to talk about him first. I don't know. I think that you ain't got nothing to worry about. I, I think I'll be happy either way, honestly. Because he's in your top ten. That's all I said. I, the, the two things I told Keenan, I, I said, move DK, make sure Keenan Allen's in your top ten. That's all I said. Yeah. But anywho, moving I mean, on. I didn't even have to move the DK. I kind of just. Yeah, I think he's perfect. I, I just counted Rocket. <laughs> I'm happy with where you had him. But anywho, my number nine, a guy that I briefly talked about already. I have Allen Robinson. Like Kendall said, I think he's very underrated. And you know, again, it's just it's the media attention thing. I mean, this year the Jags are probably going to be very publicized because they just had the number one pick, and people are going to want to see Trevor Lawrence and Tim Tebow. Whether you think he's going to do well or not, you want to yeah. see that happen. But you know, he went from Jacksonville, where he was pretty good, and went to Chicago, where I think he's been great. But he's in Chicago. I mean, what do you like? When's the last time that you sat down on a Sunday and was like, well, we got four games on. You want to watch the one in Chicago? No. I'm guessing the last time that someone said that was 1985. Yeah, when it was 1985 with Brian Urlacher. I mean, that was the last time. Wait, well, no, I mean, Brian Urlacher was it? Brian, I'm thinking of a different era. Actually, never mind. Though they went to the playoffs a little while back. The double. The double. I forgot about that. They were kind of hot for a... You know, I I hate to admit this, but I'm going to anyways. The double doink year, I had the Bears pick to win the whole thing. Win the Super Bowl? I had them pick to win the whole thing. 
The double doink year. I had him going to the finals. Or not the finals. Well, but but you know how I pick, though. I always pick a dark horse. Yeah. I never I never pick the obvious thing. I mean, it's fun to do that. That's why I do it. Because that, that way, if it happens, you can be like, I told you. <laughs> I had the Browns winning all this year. Right? Yeah, I mean, you always pick a dark horse. And that's actually who I had picked this year. So I was kind of upset about the double doink. Not as much as Bears fans. But um, as far <laughs> as Allen Robinson, uh, his numbers are incredible. And, you know, the few times, and I mean the few times, that I decide to watch a Bears game, it seems like he'll catch two or three passes in double coverage every game. Yeah. I mean, the guy impresses me with the eye test, and his numbers look phenomenal on the Bears. So, hard to discount this guy. I mean, he's he's incredible. And I the reason he's at nine, honestly, is I just when I made this list, one of the things I told myself is regardless of where he is, whether it be 10 or wherever, Allen Robinson has to make my top 10. Because I think when I, when I talk about Allen Robinson, I've said before he's a top 10 receiver. So I didn't want to contradict myself and be like Skip Bayless. So I made sure to put Allen Robinson in the top 10. My number eight, I've got Amari Cooper. I, I'm kind of the I'm kind of the same way that you were with uh, Mike Evans. I, it's one of those guys that's like, you know, oh, he's got to be higher. It's Mike Evans. And then you're like, the guys ahead of him are a lot better, yeah. just in my opinion. But Amari Cooper was a great Raider. He's been a great Cowboy so far. Uh, I'm curious to see how this year goes, of course, because, I mean, with strong wide receivers, you know, it kills one superstar wide receiver. Absolutely. And Oakland, he was the number one receiver without a doubt. But now nice. that he's they in Dallas, they've got Gallup, who's not terrible. I said City's better than Gallup. That doesn't mean he's bad. But <laughs> Gallup's still a great wide receiver. Would, would I want him on the Patriots? He's probably, Definitely. Like, he's probably a top three third-string wide receiver. I mean, in my list, he makes top 30. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. He makes my top 30. I, I have all these Cowboys receivers on top 30. Like, uh, I mean, CD. CD would actually be really close for me. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Yeah. But I would expect that he would make I it. I probably did put him a little bit high when I'm sitting here just thinking of actual receivers. Cause I, made, I, I made this list kind of quick. I didn't really get into the stats as much as I used to do. Because I was just thinking, oh, this is pretty basic. And then I was like, well, I'm, I don't know. The more I'm sitting here thinking about it, the, the, you know, the harder it's getting. But Amari Cooper, without a doubt, like – Top 10. I agree. Uh, I actually have him at number 8, too. Um, <laughs> we do that every once in a while, but not every, too often. Every once in a while, we'll have just a random guy in the exact same spot. It's never like one or two. I mean, it will be this episode, of course. Yeah, but, but like, I mean, one or two doesn't matter because one and two are obvious. But, like, every now and then, like, somebody at 10 or even at 20 yeah. will have in the same spot. It's kind of neat. Um, but you guys know how I feel about Amari Cooper. He's my third favorite wide receiver right now. Um my first favorite is on this list. My second favorite, if you're curious, is Hollywood Brown. He he is not on this list, nor should he be, in my opinion. And if he, you think he should be, you're wrong. But um, Amari Cooper is mm, – he he's a little – I would say he's the next closest how, – how do I phrase this? He's the – okay, so if you talk about the fastest players and Tyreek Hill's one – Let's just say Terry McLaurin, and I'm not saying he is. I'm just throwing out a random yeah, number. Just, Let's say Terry McLaurin's six. I think Amari Cooper will be seven. I think that's where yeah, his speed is. Just, um, but his route running is super underrated. Incredible yeah. route runner, and he's a great jump ball catcher. He can just stop on a dot. Mm-hmm. Incredible route runner. Um, like Kendall said, his numbers are going to take a hit because of the fact that you have two other great receivers that are viable options to throw the ball to. But he is still the best. And I don't think he's a guy that really cares about numbers or that. Or he no, I don't some, think he cares. He like if he cared, why go? Why would you do that? I mean, because he knows how stacked. The yeah, he knows. He just wants. He wants to win, and that's just another reason. I I love him. He's my third favorite. I think that he is phenomenal in all three areas of the game. And the areas I've mentioned are speed, jump ball catching, and route running. 
I think he has all three of them mastered. I genuinely do. And, you know, I honestly, man, I, I kind of want to put him at seven. Um, the guy that I have at seven has a, a bad injury history, but the last year he was totally healthy. He had a literal record-breaking year, like for the NFL and not just personally. So I, I just because he was injured last year, I'd like to have Amari Cooper at eight, but I put this guy at seven because of the record-breaking year. Uh Kind of regret it, honestly, but I am going to stick by it. But I, I love Amari Cooper. I expect him to get even better. His numbers may not get better, but I think think his skill was. And if he ever leaves the Cowboys, watch out for Amari Cooper. The guy's really, really good. Definitely. He was too young when he left Oakland for people to really I agree. realize. At my number seven, I've got Mike Evans. This list for us you know, is based off of last season, a little bit ahead of last season. And then this upcoming season. Yeah. It's this year, Brady is out for blood. I don't know why he's so upset, but when he's talking about people passing up on him in the free agency last year, he won a Super Bowl. Well, now, you know, he's got that record that he potentially is scheduled to beat in New England. You don't think he's going to beat that beforehand? Like, honestly, <laughs> I feel like if he wanted to, he could beat that in week two. That's like what? Well, how many yards is it? Uh, it's not too much, I don't think. I, I think I, it averaged it was like 800, I think. I was thinking this. I don't know. I thought it was six. They were. At, this is something like if he averaged like two hundred something yards passing a game. He was doing that in New England all the time. If 200 he wants a game, yeah, that's like nothing for Brady. That'd be. He it, it's four like games. Eight, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it's scheduled to be in New England when he breaks the record. I feel like he'll break it before. I do too, but I think he'll purposely not break it. Just to, he'll be just like a it. yard away from breaking it, and his first pass in the New England screw you, Bill Belichick. I know what's gonna happen <laughs> is. All hell's going to freeze over when him and Bill face off because no one's ready for that. I can't like, wait to see if they shake hands or something or not. I'm I don't know if they will. Honestly, I don't, I don't know. I don't know That's if what I'm excited for it. I want to see if they do or not. I'm more excited to see how everyone reacts than I am even Brady and Bill going out. Oh, I didn't let you talk about Mike Evans. I changed it on. No, I talked about Mike Evans. I went first. Huh? I went first on Mike Evans. Oh, okay, I missed it. I was no, about no it. you're good. I mean, I didn't really have much to say anyway. I just said he's going to be the best upcoming He's the best year. receiver on a team that's going to throw the ball a lot. Oh, wait, actually, I think I'm talking about him right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're on my, you just said Oh, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, I think... I'm saying I didn't let you talk about him. I, I kind of got off track with Brady, yeah. though. But yeah, Brady's going to make Mike Evans star wide receiver this year. It's going to happen. I Mike, think he already is. Chris Godwin drops the ball too much. I like Godwin, but he cannot catch the ball. He can't hold on to it. But the little guys, he makes big. But Mike Evans is a big receiver like Moss. And look what he did with Moss. That's all I'm saying. Goblin, I so I because I forget names. So I looked at a lot of list of rated receivers, and Chris Godwin was top sixteen, and honestly, all of them mm-hmm. totally disagree. I do too. Totally disagree. So catch the ball. <laughs> number seven, I have Michael Thomas. Uh, you didn't put Michael Thomas on the list. I did not, because he's killing his career this year. Well, all time, yeah, you got to put him I, this year. But. The reason, like, I kind of already explained it with Amari Cooper. The guy had a large injury hist- injury history. He's being a petty weenie yep. by wanting. I don't even know what he. What is he? He doesn't. He's not even said he wants money. What does he want? I don't know what his deal is because I mean he yeah. postponed it, that it, ankle surgery yeah. forever. Now he's gonna get it done. Yeah, before right the before the season. So Michael Thomas kind of is being a really crappy teammate right now. Um, chemistry. Here, here's the one reason I'll say he's at seven. The last year he played, he broke the NFL record for receptions in a season. I mean, when you're over the middle or something. Yeah, I know, I know. But, <laughs> but I mean, you still can't discount it completely. So, he's here because he had a record-breaking reception year, and that year I'm pretty sure he was third in reception yards. I'm not going to lie, I forgot about him. Yeah, I kind of thought he's not I kind of thought you might have. Okay, just so that's all I have to say about him. Out of curiosity, if you were to guess, if you remade this and had the knowledge of Michael Thomas, where would he be on your list? Uh, 
Somewhere between 15 and 10. That's cool with me. I agree. I wish I had to put him lower. I feel like if if he would have made more spectacular plays this year and even played the whole season. Because, I mean, he... He didn't play to like week seven, did he? And he played like three games. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I, I'll be honest. I regret putting him at seven. Amari Cooper's better. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I, I want to flip those two. I know so Royce don't listen to these, but by the way, Royce, good, good fantasy pickup right there, Mike Thomas. Oh, he got Mike Thomas last yeah, year. That's like his first pick. Oh, sucks to suck, Royce. Right, we still get more time, but anyways. You should, but uh, I just let it be known that I've officially moved Michael Thomas to eight and Amari Cooper to seven. So, let that be known. It's not on my list. It's in my head. That's what I think. Michael Thomas, if you play, you get seven. If you don't play, you get eight. So, there you go. And here's what everyone's been waiting for. My number six. I've got Julio Jones. Oh, my God. I I think Julio will be great this year. I think that the team change will affect him this year just because, you know, he's got new plays to learn. He's got a new system to be in. Oh, yeah. But it's still Julio. He's going to make these big spectacular catches and everything. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to have to put him at six. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. That means Keenan Allen's top five, so I'm happy. Uh, I've got Keenan Allen at six. Um, let me give you the rundown on this, man. <laughs> <laughs> let me give you the rundown. First off, screw the NFL. They had him rated as the 16th best receiver below, like, Justin Jefferson, which is why I mentioned that earlier. So, again, if you think that, oh, well, again, one of one of two things, but not counting bias. One, you don't know anything about football. And if you don't know anything about football, that's okay. Come listen to Jumble. We will do our best to educate you and yeah, explain to you. Teach you quick. We'll try. We'll, our, we'll, we'll, we'll try our very best, and we'll explain to you why certain receivers shouldn't be rated as high as they are if you're just watching ESPN and these morons talk about them. It's very true. Secondly, if you think Justin Jefferson is better than Keenan Allen, or if you think Keenan Allen just if you think Keenan Allen's not a top ten wide receiver, let's put it that way. No, 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 wait. Justin Jefferson did have a better season than Keenan, but he's not better. We'll yeah, I'm not saying that. that yeah, I'm not. Yeah, just we're talking. We're talking who's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you think that Keenan Allen is not a top ten wide receiver, please seek immediate medical attention <laughs> because you have either accidentally. Or intentionally consumed a large amount of drugs, <laughs> and you need help immediately. <laughs> Keenan Allen is the best route runner in the NFL. For once, I'm going to agree with that. He's yeah. he's the best. Here's why Keenan Allen is so underrated, or why people rate him so lowly. What is one quality right now in receivers that people absolutely love? Height. No, not that. Size. You're thinking speed. Of speed. Like Honestly, that's the three things everybody looks for. Hot size and speed. Now Keenan Allen's like six feet tall, yep. but he's not he's not massive. He's not hugely built. And here's the thing, and I'll be totally honest. Keenan Allen's kind of slow. <laughs> I'm gonna be totally honest. Not really. But he's not well, comparatively. Yeah, comparatively not, to Tyreek Hill, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like comparatively to other receivers, not just overall. Like he's not slow, but when you say like, you know, Tyreek or Diggs or stuff like that, then he's slow. That's if that yeah. this man while being slow, gets open more than anyone in the NFL. His route running is artwork. It is beautiful. It is so fun to watch. He has just, a, like, wouldn't you agree? He just has a knack for knowing how to get open. Yeah. Like, he just knows how to get open. He makes plays. He, he makes big plays. He was a great target for Phillip. I'm so excited to see him and Justin Herbert together. 
I mean, that's a great duo. It's going to be great for Herbert to just start his career having a guy like that on the team. Um, oh, my gosh, his route running is so good. But I think he's just so underrated because he's slow, and people don't like to watch slow receivers. Because people that don't know football, which are apparently the people that generally make these lists, it's like, oh, that guy ran and got open. And they don't want to take the time to sit and watch how beautiful Keenan Allen's footwork is and how easy – Footwork. His footwork is so good, how he cuts on routes, how he gets open, how he's so deceiving. Like, you think he's going this way, you go to turn to guard him. Nope, he's gone. Not there anymore. Is it? He's incredible. He's so good, and man, if it just please look, I I I genuinely believe he's the sixth best receiver. Here's the thing: if you don't agree with that, I'm not mad at you. I'm really not. If you tell me he's the eleventh best receiver in the NFL, I totally disagree with you. You put him at ten, honestly. Top ten. He's I'm happy. Top 10. You he put might, him at. Anybody watches football? You know. Folks on stuff, you know. You know. If you have him at 10, I'm happy with your list. If you put nine other receivers above him and explain to me why you have those nine other above him, I'll sit there and I'll say, okay, I disagree with you, but I respect that. Because I'll be honest, my top five, I only like one guy out of that. Yep. Like, I don't like Keenan. He's in the top five. I love him. I don't like him. I don't root for him. I like, I I would say that I'm a fan of one guy in my top five. Yeah. But as far as Keenan Allen, top 10, period. Love him. Incredible. I, I feel like knowing Kendall's list that he's probably going to be five on his right now. And I don't know how much you'll have to say because I just covered it really well because I went into great graphic detail. Yeah. But I feel like you probably don't have a lot to say for one because you knew that I was going to take a 15-minute rant on Keenan Allen. But you got to do you got to do the same with your boys. You got to do it with your boys. Like when your boy comes up on the list, it's like, that's my guy. You got to talk about him, defend him, and say why he is a top 10 receiver in the NFL. Disagree? You're wrong. All right, coming to my number five, I've got Devontae Adams. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do have Ken yes! Adams. Let's still go. <laughs> like James said, he's got the best footwork of about any receiver in the league. He can just stop on a dot. He can catch a football. That's the main thing. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> but yeah, I just you gotta respect Keenan Allen. He's amazing. Like I said, I only like one person in my top five. He's not the one person I like. <laughs> All right, number five. Who do I have? Oh yeah, I have Stephon Diggs. Um Stephon Diggs had a breakout year, submitted himself to be a top five receiver. Uh, I, I'm really impressed by everything that he's done in Buffalo. Was he a top five receiver when he was with Minnesota? No. Uh, but he came his first year in Buffalo, and, you know, I think he is definitely made a lot better by the fact they have Josh Allen, but I would also argue that Josh Allen is made a lot better by the fact that they have Stephon Diggs. Yeah. I, I think it goes both ways. This guy has, again, great route running, which I've said for a lot of people. Not everybody, but a lot of people, but he does. And he has a lot of speed. The only – man, you know, I want to say Stephon Diggs isn't a great jump ball catcher, but I've seen him do it a lot, really. He actually is a pretty darn good jump ball catcher. Um, I think this guy does everything great, and he's in a the, – the biggest thing with Stephon Diggs, he's in such a position to succeed. He's with such a young team with a young quarterback who has a cannon and a half. That's the biggest thing. He is in such a great position, and I think with the position that he's in, he's just been given the tools to success, and I, I think he's going to have a really long career and a really successful career, and I'm really excited to see where he takes it. I think he's found a great home with Buffalo. Believe it or not, my four is actually Stephon Diggs as well. Like like you said, um, Stephon Diggs, great athlete, great in Minnesota, but you know they replaced him with Justin Jefferson, which doesn't mean bad for Minnesota. No, it doesn't look bad. 
But he's definitely took over the lead role in Buffalo. 100%. As much as I hate him now in Buffalo. I like him as a <laughs> He's Viking, in the division now. Can't like him. No. I, I like him as a Viking. You know, I, I oh, like yeah. a few and players. Until they move to the division, then they're dead to you. Yeah. You have no choice. Like, I can't like Josh Allen. I respect him, but honestly, I don't think he's worth the money. I mean, <laughs> I didn't like Amari Cooper until they went to the Cowboys. He was at the Raiders. That's a fair point, That's yeah. my division. But I, I will say this. I'm going to go ahead and just throw this out. It's off topic, but while That's I'm thinking about it. You know how this is. Guys in the division that I think is going to succeed, Zach Wilson. I'm going to go ahead and say that there. You watch yeah. and see. Do I need to make that a segment, guys in my own division that I think are going to succeed? Well, I'll tell you who it sure ain't. It's not Drew Locke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not Drew Locke. I don't know who it is, but that's who it's not. Uh, Does Drew Locke start over Teddy Bridgewater, though? Does he? Yes. Yeah. Should he? No. <laughs> um... <laughs> Guys in the division that I think I'm trying to give one too, just for my just for the sake of it. Um, Broncos, uh, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is gonna have great success. No, I'm trying, I'm trying to. I don't think I think that's an obvious one too. To be honest, I, I said Derek Carr. I mean, I think Derek Carr's fine. I think he's too, too far gone. As long as as long as he plays, but anywho's back to your savers. Number four, Tyreek Hill. For one, everybody knows he's the fastest receiver. But I think people really undervalue this guy's catching ability, honestly. Like, he's not a bad catcher. Or even a, to be a little shorter, he's good jump ball-wise. Like, you can throw it up to him, and a lot of the times this guy will go and make a play. He does not get credit for his athleticism. Like, why is the main reason Tyreek Hill is number four? Because he's the fastest player in the NFL. I'm not saying that's why he's not here. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. But he has majorly underrated and undervalued athleticism. People look at this guy and say, oh, he's just fast. He can run a good route, and he can catch a good ball. Is he going to catch it over a 6-3 DB or Jalen Ramsey? Probably not. But can he still burn Jalen Ramsey and get by him? I think so. I mean, he's proven that he can do it to other great DBs. He's done it. Um, but, you know, just let's just be honest with one another. Why is Tyreek Hill here? He's the fastest player in the NFL, and he has a very low drop percentage. Number four, Tyreek Hill. As of 19 minutes ago, I'm not sure if uh... – if this is fake or not, but this says that Michael Thomas wants to be traded. Yes, that's true. Okay, well. The Chargers are the number two most likely destination. Number one is Jacksonville. I know they rumored it, but now it's, yes, it's official. That's true. The Chargers are the second most likely destination. Jacksonville's number one. Personally, be honest, I don't want him. Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't want him either for his contract. No, I don't want that money on our books. All right, back to my three. I've got Tyreek Hill. You know, this is the one guy in my top three I like. Tyreek Hill is a fun guy. He. He's always on YouTube and stuff. I mean, the, the guy's fun to be be around. He's cool on social media. You got to respect the athletes like that that actually care about yeah, their fans. He's chill. Uh, do I think he's only Kansas City this year? Yes, I do. I think that this he's, year. Yes, yeah, after this year. Okay, I was gonna say it seems a little late. Well, it'll be this year. Like, like I'm coming season. this season. Okay, yeah. okay. Sorry, I, I, I should have said me. this season. They won't be able to afford him, and he's gonna want big money. He's got his and he ring. He deserves it. Yeah, he's got his ring. What more does he need to play for? Money. But <laughs> this top three, after this, I know we have the same two. Yeah. I think it's just pretty straightforward on the all three of these guys. I won't have much of, yeah, of an I don't, explanation. I don't either. Uh, my number three is not the same, but it is actually yeah. in similar fashion the one guy in my top three that I like, uh, it's Julio Jones. What do you want me to say? Like, what do you want me to sit here and tell you about Julio Jones? It's Julio Jones. What, what, do, you, what do you want? Um, <laughs> I will say there's one highlight of his I love, and Kendall's not going to like it. It's that clip in the back right corner of the end zone where that Patriots guy has his hands on the ball. 
And Julio has his hand. I actually like that. Shut Malcolm Butler up. Yeah, Malcolm Butler has his hands on the ball, and Julio like honestly, Julio didn't even have a great grip on it. He had the top of the ball, and who and Julio Jones just grips the ball away from him. Like, yeah, I think I'm gonna take that, please. Thank you, thank you. It was like a grown man taking something from a child. Like he's just like, nope, mine. <laughs> uh, but you know, Julio Jones. I'll probably say less about him than anyone else on the list, except for maybe the top two because I feel like they're pretty self-explanatory as well. But it's freaking Julio Jones. He's number three. There you go. Very true. You want to just combine our one and two? Well, I don't know if they're the same. same My but... number two is DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, that's <laughs> okay. Our one and two. I'll say two. You say one. My our number two is D Hop and. Number one is Devontae Adams. Which, I mean, these are pretty straightforward things. I mean, even if, if Madden, you know, if they get it right, then, then yeah, you should get it right. Too. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> like, going into last season, going into it beforehand, I would have said D-Hop was the best receiver. But Devontae Adams, in my opinion, proved this year with it, with his route running speed and jump ball ability that he's elite in all three categories. And I think he's just a little bit better than Devontae. Or sorry, not beat, a little bit better than Devontae, uh, Hopkins. The only reason he beats Hopkins out for me is just because he's a little bit bigger. Yep, he's just a little bit bigger. He's really just the same athlete. Just they're very similar. Uh, there, And I think it's pretty obvious that that's your top two. It's just with Devontae's numbers this year, that told me that he's the best. Doesn't mean he will be this year, but he was last year. And he's still in a great position because Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback. So, Devontae Adams, number one. DeAndre Hopkins, number two. I kind of figured that'd be the same, but I wasn't sure if you might have them flipped or not. Nah. I don't like either of those two, but I have them up there, you know, because it's, it's obvious. Yeah. Anything like else them. we need to cover? I don't think. I think that's good. All right. I'm thinking we um, might do a fantasy football episode soon. That may be the next. We may take a, yeah. a quick break from the list. Well, it'll still be a list. It'll be a list of fantasy football <laughs> players that we want to snag. We're just good at lists. Yeah, we're great at list. Um, what we'll do for that, just for a heads up, is at least as my plan, because like the, we've never talked about doing a fantasy episode till right now. So you, like what you know and think is exactly what we know and think. We're not going to give the obvious ones. We're not going to be like, oh yeah, you should get Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara. Like do that. Those are great picks. Get Derrick Henry. Well, give like the dark. Let's give like the dark horses, like the Curtis Samuels of the world or the Hollywood Browns. I think it's a great plan. All right, guys. That is the top. Oh, yeah, I did have one question I wanted to ask you before we ended this. So I was talking, is again, is the last episode I did myself. I said I was excited to do this list with you because I felt like receiver was your favorite position to rank or just favorite position to watch or that you're the most knowledgeable about. Yeah. Would you say that's your favorite? So I was trying to say favorite position to rank, and the good old trusty spam call uh, <laughs> came right in the middle of the word favorite. So I apologize for that cutout, but when like you get a call, it just it stops progress. You can't record, and you know I usually tell people, well, people being my parents because they're the only people that really call me. Says you know, please don't call me. I'm recording a podcast or whatever, but I can't really tell the spammers not to do that. So yeah. I apologize. But back to my question, Kendall. Would you say that's your favorite position, your most knowledgeable position, or yeah? I feel like you understand the general consensus of the question that I'm yeah. trying to ask. I mean, that's a really good question. I. I kind of thought it was quarterback at first, but I think it's just quarterback because I keep up to compare other quarterbacks with Brady just to defend my, you know, Brady's the best quarterback of all time I argument. Need to. No, not anymore. I don't have to. No. But, but before all the, the last three Super three. Bowls, everybody's always, Montana's better, Montana's better. And it's people that weren't even born in that era. No, they just don't want to say it's Brady. But now maybe it is receiver. I, I do know a lot about receivers, and I'm always on, like, Adam Schefter's Instagram. Or I follow this one – Instagram called All Sports News. It posts every little update. So maybe it is receiver. I, I think I do 
know quite a bit on receiving. How about you? What's yours? Oh, well, I would say receiver's my second, but I would say undoubtedly my best position is corner. I, I would say that I hands down know the most about corners. I keep up with the corners really well. It's my favorite position on the field to watch. Um, like, you know, when I make these lists, I, I'll look at them and then I'll Google the player's name just to make sure I don't forget anybody. I did corners, and I didn't get all 16, but I got 12 of them without even Googling. I mean, I just went right through it. So I feel like corner's my best position. I, I know a lot about the corners. That's true. But anywho's, now that we got that question out of the way, the spam call out of the way, that is the end of the episode. So thank you guys for listening. Probably we'll do fantasy next. I'm not 100% positive, but it is my plan. So, oh, Dennis Schroeder just signed with the Celtics. How old was his deal? 5.9. Ah, I told you the table. I told you <laughs> That's so funny. He said he wanted $100 million. The Lakers offered him 84 And here's the funny thing. You know how much Caruso made last year? Dennis Schroeder's backup, $6 million. He just got less money than his backup last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know. As they, all, all I can tell is he better tear it up. He yep. better. <laughs> you, you better play good, buddy. That's what happens when you're just a subpar player and you're like, I want $100 million. Yeah. You got offered $84 million. Shut up. Nine. You'll never see me again. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got offered $84 million and you had to be greedy. I want $100 million. Well, million sucks to be you, buddy. You get five point nine, and I think you deserve every bit of it. I agree. So... That's the end of the episode. There's people starving and you're wanting you, uh, you want that $16 million for what? What did you do? Can you please tell me what contributions you brought to that Lakers team? Uh, you're not a great playmaker. You struggled shooting the ball all year. LeBron's the playmaker. I mean, what? you're a point guard. You didn't distribute the ball. You didn't shoot the ball well. You, like, you didn't spread the floor. You didn't play phenomenal defense. Can you please tell me how you contributed to that Lakers team? And they had the graciousness in their heart to offer you $84 million, and you had the cojones to say, I want $100 million. Well, you get 5.9. And now you have to be, you got him on the Celtics. <laughs> you got him on the Celtics. You got, you got the greedy guy, though. Yeah, I'm sure that's not going to cause any locker room issues. Well, think about it. All of our past players haven't stayed very long at point guard. That's true. That's true. Kyrie, Isaiah Thomas is gone after a few years. Oh, yeah. Last thing. Speaking into existence, let's get Isaiah Thomas on the Hornets. Let's get that. Let's get that going. I'm down down, down for it, too, brother. We don't have a backup (laughs) point guard. We don't have one. We need one. He just scored 81. He just, yeah, I'd rather not have one. Um, You know what? he, He scored 81 in a pair of Kobe Bryant shoes. 81. Really? I didn't know he was wearing Kobe's. He was wearing Kobe's. Scored 81. Yep. He's a bucket. I want him on the Hornets. I want him right now. Sign him. Michael Jordan, listen to me, buddy. Let's get Isaiah Thomas. We need a backup point guard anyways. I think we can sign him on a veteran minimum. He's been out of the league for two years. Let's get him. Thank you. Please and thank you. Uh, That's the end of the episode, episode 41, if I'm not mistaken, which has happened before. Um, Thank you for listening. Plan for the next episode. All those plans are always subject to change. Fantasy football, dark horses. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed, and I'm out of here.